0: Carlsbad, people, purpose, and impact, an essential podcast for those who live, work, visit, and play in Carlsbad.
1: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome. My name is Brett Schonsenbach. I am the president and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, and I'm your host today. And I'm excited to have with me Gwen Grimes. Gwen is the executive director at Mission San Luis Rey. Good afternoon, Gwen. Thanks for joining me.
0: Good afternoon. Thank you for having me here.
1: Absolutely. It's great to have you. So um, tell us a little bit about how long you've been part of the mission, how long you've been working there, what got you there and got you started and all that stuff.
0: Um, I've been there for 12 years. Um, So I originally uh, started at the mission as the uh, finance director. So that's my background. About four years ago, I uh, became the executive director. So my path to the mission, um, so I I was fortunate enough to stay at home with my kids for quite a few years uh, after working and did a lot of nonprofit work during that time. And when my daughter was going to go off to college, I'm like, maybe I should go help fund college um, so decided <laughs> to come back to work and uh, interviewed at a few positions and I went you know what I really want to stay in the nonprofit area yeah and uh, I had had a few interviews and uh, had the interview at the mission I was like this is what I this is it like this you know this feels right it just you know it just everything came into place so um, so I've just been so blessed since then to be there
1: that's awesome yeah. very cool and what was what were some of the things you did before you had took a break and had kids? what What are some of the places you worked? and
0: um for many, many years worked in the medical manufacturing, actually, right ah. down the street from here on Faraday. Oh, yeah, um and uh, so worked there for many years. And then, uh, like as I said, I was fortunate enough to be home and Yes, and be with my kids, and so did you know PTA things and yeah. softball, and and uh, worked a little bit at a organization uh, that helps uh, feed homeless kids in high schools. Mm. So
1: yes, yeah. so you were the household CEO. I get. I it.
0: was the house, still the household <laughs> CEO.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, so the mission is hitting quite a milestone in 2023. Yes, yes. two. Hundred and twenty-five years. Yes. That is amazing. Is there like an, I know, so we have like centennial, bicentennial, blah, yes. blah, blah. Is there a name for 225?
0: You know, I've been wondering that also I'm like, you know, like when you have wedding <laughs> anniversaries, like your 50th is gold. Like what's the, what's the thing for a 225th? Uh, I, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, but, that, uh, <laughs> that might not
1: be a common enough to have a name, exactly. right? That's, exactly. that's so great. So yes. You were founded in 1798. Yes. 1798 by, and this was interesting when I was researching it because we all just kind of have a knee jerk to assume that the missions were all founded by Uniparo Sarah, but you were founded by Father Fairman Francisco.
0: Correct. Father Sarah uh, founded the first nine missions. Okay. Um, and so Father Fermin Leswen founded our mission. It was there for a very short time period, mm. and then Father Perry became the administrator. He was there for many years. He was there for about twenty-five years. Okay. Um, and so he's really, in our eyes, you know, the 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 father of our mission, if you will. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. and I, you know, there's just so much history around Father Percero, yes. uh, uh doing the missions. I yes. didn't I didn't realize that you had a I know most successor. people don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you also have uh, on your website a, a beautiful history kind of laid out of the area, and it has the Lasuenio Indians, yes. the Spanish missionaries, the Mexican secularization, all the way up to American military. Take us through yes, a little bit of the yes, history yes. of the mission.
0: Yes. So, so the um, the land where the mission is is the native land of Luceno people, and so they were there many, 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 many years before um, any of the Spanish came to um, sure. to California, and so uh, so they had villages in, in the very spot where the mission was. So um, so they are the native people of that land. And yeah, and so then in, uh, in the mid-1700s, Spain wanted to, um, to fa- found land in California, what was now California, before the Russians came. <laughs> um, <and laughs> there was so, a
1: race on. <laughs> exactly. And so
0: they sent a Franciscan friar, Junipero Serra, um, and so he started founding missions. So the mission um, in San Diego was the first mission And then after, you know, after they founded, so then they went up all the way up to Monterey. And then they decided, well, we should probably have every mission like a two days walk from each other. So then they kind of backfilled. So we're the 18th of the 21 California missions. So by the time they had built 17 missions, they had a lot of, you know, they figured out a lot of things. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Oh, that's good. That's
1: good for you guys. (laughs) So
0: Mission San Luis Rey is called the king of the missions because it is the largest of the California missions and still is in the in the heyday of the mission they were almost 1 million acres that was the mission i saw so, that on your website yeah.
1: i was unbelievable so
0: from oceanside all the way south to Encinitas, out to palomar mountain and up through camp pendleton wow so um, it was the biggest the mission church was the biggest building building in california at the time wow um yeah so it's uh, a lot a lot of history yeah and
1: then and then again coming all the way to at some point the american military occupied it um or you based so there? Or?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so after uh, secularization, really, all of the California missions were abandoned, and yeah. some for very long periods of time. Um, and so, uh, as President Lincoln gave the missions back to um, the Catholic Church yes. of California at the time, the military came in to protect them until then they could, you know, go back in. So, uh, Father O'Keefe yes. um, then came back to our mission to rebuild with friars from Zacatecas in Mexico who were um, chased out of Zacatecas because of the Catholicism. Yes, And uh, so they came to rebuild the mission after it had been abandoned for many years. So. Well,
1: that's wonderful. Yeah. Well, we are going to take a brief pause. We're talking to Gwen Grimes, the executive director at Mission San Luis Rey. And when we come back, we're going to talk about all the amazing things that go on at the mission today. We've been sharing about this uh, rich history, but we're going to talk about today and how you can enjoy the mission. So we'll be right back. Stay with us. So Gwen, uh, we've been talking about amazing history that the Mission San Luis Rey has, but there's a lot. I've had the opportunity to take my family through and do some wonderful tours there. And as I told you before we went on air, um, two of my kids went to school there back in the day. Tell some people about some of the great things you have, like the museum and the tours and everything. Great.
0: Yes. so we have about 50,000 people that come to the mission every year. Um, We are still a very active mission. And um, so we have about 10,000 fourth graders who come every year as part of the fourth grade curriculum and learn about missions. That's a lot of fourth graders. That's a lot of fourth graders. (laughs) So every day from about October through April, we have fourth graders. Wow. And it is fantastic. Yes. So we have a beautiful museum. And so it really takes people through the history of the mission. And and again, up until today, Um, we have a retreat center as well. And so we have about 6,000 people that come to our retreat center and um so we have uh, 52 rooms and meeting space for groups and so um we have a lot of high catholic high schools that come there as well stay in our retreat center and then we have actually have an active cemetery <laughs> believe it or not and so there's a historic piece of the cemetery um but it is still an open cemetery so we have a lot of families that come and bury their loved ones there but also love it because there is a connection to the mission and it's an active and beautiful place and so it's it's not a quiet cemetery where there's no life. There is activity, and and um, and so uh, so we're very busy. We have, in fact, we have in two weeks we have a our beautiful Christmas concert in our historic church. Yeah, we have daily masses in the church mm-hmm. every day. We have weddings and funerals, and yes, yeah, so we're very busy. And and we we host our own retreats um, that are um, really. Typically geared around our Franciscan and Catholic faith. Um, this coming weekend, we have a retreat on grief, um, grief and recovery, and um, and that's it, a lovely retreat for folks who are struggling with with grief and loss. We are hopping, <laughs> yeah,
1: to say the least. Uh, your cemetery is gorgeous, by the way. Thank you. It is. Thank it is you. so beautiful, and uh, you know that. Of course, that time of life when somebody has passed can be challenging and a lot of grief and all that but like you said you it's such a beautiful peaceful um place that you're going to be buried somewhere that's where i'd like to be buried yeah
0: and we do we get we get so many people who say it's just there's just something special about coming here i have a a volunteer who i love a quote that he he um gave us once and said you know people come here for many reasons for you know for fourth grade tours and and um for many reasons but they all leave having been touched you know by being here and so
1: oh, that's wonderful. I think
0: about that a lot and hear that a lot
1: <laughs> So your museum you have i love the um the tours now you have I think you have both self-guided and guided tours and I've yeah. done it both ways yeah. um so share a little bit about the tours cuz it's it's a pretty robust museum um, with the displays and then of course you have some some video screens at a couple different places where you can stop and get some history that way. So share about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it is, we do have have guided tours and we have um, behind the scenes tours and of course, fourth grade tours. Uh, We have a really great group of docents who do tours on the weekends, um, behind the scenes tours, we call them. And, uh, and then, yeah, we have a self-guided tour and uh, we do. And throughout the, the um, museum we have, uh, there's a beautiful video that we have about the uh, Luceño powwow that's held there every year. And then um, a nice video that takes you, th- again, through the history of the museum. And as and like all good museums, then you come out through the gift shop.
1: <laughs> of course. Absolutely. I, I have the gift shop on my list to talk about because I love that gift shop. It is lovely. Hours that the tours are available in days.
0: Mm-hmm. So tours are available on Saturdays and Sundays, 11 o'clock on Saturday and 1 o'clock on Sunday. And then for big groups, you know, we have we can work with big groups if if groups want to come in with you know ten fifteen people and and you know figure out a time when it fits for them. And we of course have occasionally have tour gr- you know, big tour groups that come through. And then our museum is open from uh, ten to four thirty, um, and so again, you know, self guided tour through there. We have a nice audio tour that we recently added as well.
1: Yes, um, I've, I've done that one.
0: Yeah, and then we uh, we recently um, about six months ago added a new room onto our. Museum that um, takes people through the history of the Franciscans um, as our mission has been a Franciscan mission from, you know, from 1798 until now. So
1: wonderful, wonderful. I have one of those questions that just people want to know. Are there any real bells left in the bell tower? There are. Yeah. Um
0: so the bells you hear every day are not the be- the bells. <laughs> um there are still three bells okay. um that are in the bell tower, and so we ring them on special occasions. Okay. Um so every year we celebrate the what we call the feast day of San Luis Rey, who is our patron saint of our mission, and so we always ring the bells that day. Um we will ring the bells on our two hundred and twenty-fifth anniversary yes. next year. But yes, so there are three bells in the bell tower. And we also do, um, we have a online auction every year. Mm. and so as part of our auction we auction off a tour of the bell tower
1: oh Um, that would be fascinating it's it's
0: beautiful it's i i I, the amazing thing is i worked there for 11 years before i went in the bell tower (laughs) (laughs) like how have i never been up here oh
1: that's yeah so it's as you
0: can imagine a beautiful view of the valley so yeah it's really
1: lovely and you mentioned this already but you have a very nice gift shop and that is open to the public of course whether you have whether you have time to go on a tour or, you know, go in the museum or not, you can just come to the gift shop and shop yes, there.
0: Yes, 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 yes. We do. We have a lovely gift shop. And so we have a, uh, the first room of our gift shop is, if you will, souvenir prop items. Mm-hmm. and uh, But we also have a lot of items in there from local artisans that mm-hmm. we like to uh, support and fair trade vendors. Nice. And then we have a second room that is is our religious room. And, mm-hmm. and that is certainly the majority of the things that we sell in there. You know, we have a lot of people who come back. And then we also just opened a coffee shop.
1: Oh, uh, Well, that's we actually new.
0: opened it right before the pandemic. Uh. <laughs> and, and then, of course, closed it. Um, So it's reopened. And it's lovely because it has a, a lovely outdoor patio that is right uh, by our rose garden. Yes. And so it's a spectacular view. You can see our rose garden and the famous pepper tree. Yes, and
1: the pepper tree. The famous
0: pepper tree. And so it's it's a really lovely little coffee shop. And we have just... A couple of really lovely women that work in there and and uh, yeah, so it's it's becoming a little more popular. We have regulars and so
1: nice. Yeah, I did not you know are. about the coffee shop. Right. <laughs> so we should probably mention this for for the you know, podcasts go far. Like we have no idea where these listeners might come right. from. So there's possibly somebody out there who doesn't know. That you have the first pepper tree in California. The
0: oldest pepper tree in California. Yeah, the oldest
1: pepper tree in California. Still alive. Still Uh, alive.
0: Planted in 1830. Wow. Yes. 1830.
1: (laughs) Now, it does have some help supporting its big branches, so it it doesn't just fall? It
0: does. So as pepper trees (laughs) grow, they um, become hollow. So the, the base of the trunk of the pepper tree is probably six feet wide and hollow. Mm. And so as you can imagine, as the branches grow, they become hollow too. And so we have to have metal posts to support them so that they don't collapse, so.
1: Yeah. Yes, it's quite a quite a support structure. It is. So you mentioned that you guys have uh, retreats, you also have meeting rooms that I believe people can book and use. We
0: do, and so we do limit it to nonprofit organizations. Okay. Um so since we are a nonprofit, we're we're limited by that, but we have me- you know many nonprofit groups, of course a lot of religious groups, but um school organizations and police organizations and a lot of recovery groups. So really all all different types of groups that meet there.
1: Excellent. Yeah. So with next year being your 225th, I would imagine there might be some special things planned. What kind of things can you tell us about? So
0: we have some big things and we have some... Not so big things, but um so so what we really wanted to do was celebrate the history of the mission throughout the year. And so we'll start in January and February with a lecture by uh, the captain of the Luseno tribe, Mel Vernon, oh, wow. and he will talk about the history of the Luseno people. And then in February, um, we will have a, f- a a flute concert by a few folks of the Luseno tribe. And it's they're such, such beautiful. Uh, they, they just had a spirit of the valley festival in Oceanside last weekend. And uh, they played that there, and I've heard them multiple times. It's yeah. just so beautiful. And so we'll have some lectures throughout the year. We always have a Christmas concert, as I mentioned, um, uh, in December, and we'll have a couple other concerts throughout the year. The, the mission church acoustics are just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. There's a you've probably seen the dome, which is called the cupola, yes, and the acoustics underneath there are just un- just spectacular. So. Um, So always popular to have concerts in the Mission Church. And then we have two very big events that are events that had been held at the Mission for many years and for uh, a multitude of reasons we do not do anymore. And uh, so one of them is called Fiesta. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the the actual anniversary date of the mission is June 13th. So we'll have a special mass that evening, but then the weekend after that, the weekend of uh, June um, 17th and 18th, we'll have a big fiesta. And So it'll be music and and carnival rides and games and lots of food and and, um, some local vendors selling their, their retail items. And then the second event is in August. Uh, we've had for many, many years a, a gala called the Heritage Ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, another event that people love and say, why don't you hold this anymore? <laughs> and, um, and so we're bringing that back again as well. And so those are kind of our two big events that we'll have. But, um, but like I said, really things throughout the year. And so uh, you know all of the events will be on our website. And yeah, So we're very excited. We're you know a little stressed about all the, things, yeah. <laughs> all the work that goes into it, but, but we're excited to share it with, with our community.
1: Well, I can relate. Um, next year will be the Carlsbad Chambers Centennial, Lovely. our 100th. And so similar, you know, like we have some, some smaller activities and a couple of bigger yeah. activities. Yeah, and yeah. so I, I feel the, the same uh, <laughs> burn that you're feeling about pulling it all off. But that is wonderful. 225 yeah. years. That's so great. And there is actually an active parish, of course, that's still yes. part of it. And, yes, uh, yes, yes. And uh, um, meets there uh, regularly for all things. Anything else? Did we miss anything?
0: (sighs) I'm exhausted. (laughs) Um, So as I said, you know, the mission used to be Almost a million acres now, fifty-seven acres, and so we've leased uh, um, the north. Let's see, the southwest corner of the mission property uh, to a developer, and we're building a senior living community. I
1: saw that on your website. Yeah, yeah. And so that is is in development at the moment, and is, it hasn't been built yet.
0: It's it's um, it's due to be finished in about ten months. So okay, almost looks finished from the outside, but this is a project that was thirty years uh, thirty <laughs> oh, wow. years ago. Uh, the friar who was who was in charge at the time thought this would be a nice thing to do in, in, in our community and and uh, so we're excited to that that's finally coming to fruition and and right next to that is this beautiful area of the mission called the lavanderia and so it's in spanish it means laundry and so it's a it's an amazing uh, outdoor area of the mission that uh, that we we've been trying to restore a little bit and mm. so uh, in partnership with the developer of the haciendas the senior living community the name of it and so they're going to help us do some restoration of that, and so we're we're excited that it will all kind of come together at the same time yeah. during our 225th anniversary year. So,
1: oh, that's wonderful. So, yeah, so
0: we have a lot of exciting things coming up. So,
1: yeah, a lot of exciting things, yeah. and I know, yeah. um, you know, from the past that keeping the mission in top shape since it is 225 years old is an ongoing
0: absolutely
1: challenge yeah. and and how is it right now are, are you in, raising money for some part or we, piece or? We are
0: always raising money <laughs> for something as i said we were raising money for the lavander area there's right. a as part of that there's a kiln and so oh. a, as you if you've seen the mission you see the arches right and yes. so the arches cannot be built with adobe which is what the mission was built uh-huh. of it's not strong enough and so the arches have to be made of brick and so there's a kiln that is part of that, and and uh, so we just had to do some restoration of that um, because the walls were starting to collapse. Uh-huh. And then one of the very original arches of the mission um, that did, the one of the very last that didn't um, either become in crumbles because of age or because people took bricks from them yeah. to build their houses during the abandonment period. Yeah, um, that had to be restored. That was mm-hmm. in very very serious shape and so that was just recently restored. And we have beautiful artwork in the church and in the museum that you know is not always in constant need of restoration and sure. statues and so we're really fortunate that you know we have people who who love and care about the mission and the art and our archives and so so help us support that. So
1: Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah,
0: but as you said it's it's a constant need. <laughs> oh man.
1: Where can people learn more? How how can they yeah. follow and keep up with all these great activities? Yeah.
0: So we have of course our website sanluisray.org and then you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram as well.
1: All right, sanluisray.org. Yeah. Yes. Follow and so on Facebook it would be San Luis Ray. You,
0: um, um, on San Facebook Lus- is Mission San Luis Ray Mission and Luis then Luis. on Instagram is Mission SLR San Luis Ray.
1: Mission SLR yeah. Okay, got yes. it. I'm gonna stop because I'm gonna mess it up if I say it too many times. <laughs> check
0: check it out today. Our our fantastic gift shop manager, who's quite the character, is uh, recording an Instagram video today about our um our things for Christmas in our gift shop.
1: All right, wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come and share. It's an exciting time. We can help get the word out uh, about your 225th right as the new year kicks in. Yes,
0: yes. Well, thank you so much for having us and we hope to see everybody next year.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on our Carlsbad People, Purpose and Impact podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please hit the follow button on wherever you get your audio. And please tell a friend. We would love to hear your feedback, which you can share at carlsbadpodcast.com. You can leave us a review, ask a question, or leave an audio comment, which we can play on the show in the future. And that's all we have for today. Can't wait to see you next time on Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact. And remember, share some kindness today. It's free, creates goodwill, and makes you feel great.